Welcome back. Happy New Year's, good people. Miss Talks Podcast. Me, I speak sincerely with your host, Angel and Wansula Ray. This is season two. That's right. Season one was a blast. We kicked it off. We had fun. Now the journey continues off into this new season. We're going to start this new show off and this new season off with Boogie Eats. Yes, we have special podcasts lined up. Man, this is going to be a good one. And hey, guess what? Stay tuned to us. And if you are a fan of Miss Talks, please like us on Facebook, Instagram, Hey, and also follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You know how we do it. Stream us. Get at us. MissTalksPodcast.com. We all over the place. We all over the place. And hey, guess what? And I thank you for sharing us because we see the results. Let's continue to have major fun. Have a good time. Let's get into this podcast. You know how we do it. Miss Talks Podcast. Let's go. listening to Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with your hosts, Angel and Walter LaRae. Real talk, real people, sincere conversations. Let's get into the podcast. Thank you and welcome to Miss Talks. May I speak sincerely with your host, Angel and Walter LeRae. I am the poet, Walter LeRae, and he is my co-host. Angel. Angel, we have a very special guest in studio today, sir. How are you doing for before we get started? How are you doing today, Angel? Oh, blessed and highly favored. Okay, bro. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> we have a very special guest. We have Miss Jessica Herring joining us today on the mic and... She is going to uh, let us know some things about uh, Bountiful Baskets. And, of course, we're coming into the new year, so we want to yes. focus on uh, – she has something that, that I'm going to let her say. It. So, Jessica, you have a, a saying, and that saying is it's not a, a new year, uh, a new me. It's a new year. Better me. There you go, a better me. And that's because you're, you know, your focus is to be better, a better representation of yourself, correct? Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so instead of new year, new me, I don't want to lose who I am because I love me. So I want to go into the new year and be a new year, better me. Okay, definitely. I, 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 ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, excuse me, my apologies. We have Miss Jessica Heron and we want to give her a warm welcome into the studio as well. So Angel, I know that you are an undisclosed location and we, we definitely would not, uh, <laughs> we definitely know that you in witness protection program, but we're going to give a warm welcome for Jessica from Boogie Eats. <laughs> welcome Miss Jessica. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Okay. So this is, this is coming up on the holidays. Everybody usually get to this point where, uh, you know, I'm on a diet. I'm I'm finna do these trends. I'm finna do this. I'm finna do that. <laughs> you know, and get in the mirror and then yeah. you know, it starts off real hot. You know, everybody likes to go and get to that point. But I've always said that your health is your wealth. So, 
you know, Jessica, help us explain what is it that that you're doing? Because I I do know that you do the bountiful baskets, and let's let's get off into that. Um, first trends and diets. Um, it's nothing but a fad. So you're good for thirty days, and then what are you at? You're you're back at your old self. So you got to try to live a healthy lifestyle. That means if you want, you know, something not necessarily healthy, you can still have it every now and then if you're practicing a healthy lifestyle. And and that's what it's all about. So I don't do fads. I don't do diets. I think just about any doctor out there will tell you that it's not healthy um, from cardiologist to your regular primary doctor. That's just, that's what it is. So um, I'm involved in a lot of different things. Um, one of the biggest things that I do is something called Bountiful Baskets. So it is a nationwide program. It's currently available in 19 states. And to kind of go back and give the history on it is probably seven, eight years ago, there were two women and they needed to feed their family fresh. But due to the climate and the and the economic downfall at that time, they couldn't do it at the grocery store. So what mm-hmm. they did is they got some people in their neighborhood together. They put their their money together and they went to a wholesale produce retailer And they were buying their produce by the cases and then splitting it up amongst the people that had put their money together for it. And basically, they were cutting the middleman and buying wholesale. Mm, Um, Smart. These women created Bountiful Baskets. It's now available Mm -hmm. in 19 states. It's all volunteer. Nobody gets paid. Nobody makes money, even the ladies at the top. So I personally run a volunteer site local to me. And... um, there's multiple sites, and I'm in the DFW, Texas area. There's multiple sites here, um, and I'll read the 19 states that we're in later. But um, basically, on Mondays, you go online and you order, and then you pick up on Saturday. And when you pick up, you're getting a variety of six different fruits and six different vegetables, and you're paying less than 20 bucks to feed your family fresh for a week. And it just it doesn't get better than that. Okay. Wait, did you did you say 20 bucks can last you or give you enough food to last a week? Yes. Yes. Fresh wow. fruits, fresh vegetables. Um I have romaine lettuce in my refrigerator right now that has been there for a couple of weeks. It's still perfectly good that I'm still eating on. And even with the romaine lettuce crisis that's been going on, I've never had to worry about it because my personal romaine lettuce comes out of Texas and not um not the West Coast of Mexico where they've had the trouble. Um mm. So, and it stayed fresh that long, you know, you go to the grocery store and you buy lettuce and three days later, you've got rotten lettuce in your refrigerator. Right. Okay, right. That's, that's interesting. So this is a, a, a co-op, correct? It is. So, and, and I use the, the term co-op loosely okay? because um, some states and the way they feel about certain things, but basically it's volunteer. So each site. So on Monday, when people go online and they pay for their produce for, for the week, all the money that is, that is don't uh contributed for for my site um which is in north richland hills um all that money goes to my site so let's say we have 50 people participate they all pay their 19 dollars and 50 cents all that money is taken and ordered the produce for the week and then it comes in on a truck we actually unload it and then we take 50 baskets and we separate all that produce evenly amongst 50 baskets okay good deal so it's one hundred percent volunteer ran, and uh, the the participants are volunteers as well. Yes. Okay. Yes. So nobody's getting paid. There's no kickbacks or no nothing like that. No. Okay. Good deal. So, like Angel said, twenty dollars uh, can last you. You know, you get six. I believe you said six different fruits and six different vegetables. Yes. Uh, it's amazing because you you can't even do that at, at a 
Costco or Sam's. No, I mean, and you got to think. So if one of those items is, let's say, apples, that doesn't mean you get one apple. You might get six apples. But if you get a pineapple, you might just get one pineapple. Um, once we've split it up evenly, whatever's left over, we go back through the basket. So some baskets might get an extra pineapple. Some baskets might get an extra butternut squash. You know, we still try to keep it even with that and passing out extras. They also offer add-ons every week. So, for instance, in my house, we're a huge fan of green beans. In the summertime, mm -hmm. I got a whole case, 28-pound case of green beans for $26. We separated that down in one-pound packages, 28 one-pound packages, and put them in the freezer. I've got green beans for the year. Interesting. Yeah, that's very, yes. Uh, well, I'm, it, the biggest thing about eating fresh is, you know, the, bis, the biggest problem that most people have, and I'd be the first one to raise my hand, is the convenience of fast food is it's convenient. Eating fresh requires, you know, prep work, things of that mm -hmm. nature, uh, so it, it requires extra work. How do you combat that? Um, so over the years, so I've been doing Bountiful Baskets for six years now. It's been a huge part of my life. And in the beginning, it was hard. So in the beginning, I would put a list on the refrigerator of what all came in my basket that I've put in the fridge. That way, nothing gets lost in the back. I would check things off as I use them. Um, but to try to avoid fast food, sometimes it's prepping on a Sunday. So you look at what you have. Um, you mm -hmm. have vegetables that may not last as long as others and then you have ones that you know will still be good on friday saturday so those that are still good later in the week you go ahead and cut them up and bag them up now so that when it comes time to make a quick stir fry or quick roasted vegetables all you got to do is dump out a bag um it's really about just planning ahead and looking at what you're going to do you know salmon only takes like eight minutes to cook and you want to make some roasted vegetables with it well if they're already cut up and in the fridge then it's easy to dump them out and, and roast them or throw them in a pan. One of my favorite things to do is take uh, zucchini and squash cut up, saute it, mix it with some brown rice and a skillet and put some lemon juice on it. Um, that is one of my most favorite side items. And with eight-minute salmon, I mean, that whole meal took me probably 12 minutes if I already had it cut up. Right. Right, because it's not only just fast food, it's also prepackaged and canned food that people have to be aware of these days. Um, a lot of people don't realize how much they are enriched with chemicals and preservatives just to prolong the, the shelf life. And, and those things have addictive hormones that make it hard to digest even the nutritional value of those particular foods. Well, and something a lot of people don't understand is one of the biggest preservatives in this country, aside from salt, is sugar. Sugars mm. are preservatives. So when you look at things like diabetes and the things that we go through, you know, there's things that if you're not reading a label and knowing even the hidden things to look for other than just sugar, right. you get, you're getting a mouthful of sugar that you weren't prepared for. So Because they, they list it under different names, right? Absolutely. Different chemicals, different names. And, you know, the different chemicals that are in food that cause cancer and cause this and cause that, that they're saying now and the FDA is investigating, but are they stopping it from being put on the shelves? Wow. Yeah, that's something to think of. Okay, so when we are dealing with this and dealing with Bountiful Baskets, um, you say you volunteer. When you get up and volunteer, what, what times or pickup times and what time can people volunteer at these locations? So Does it, it vary from? It really depends location to location, state to state. Most pickups are on Saturdays. I think there's a few sites that have Friday evening pickups. But let's say if your pickup time is, I'll give my site as an example. Our pickup time is 730 in the morning. So volunteer time is 6, uh, 630. 
Our truck is usually there by six. So we're actually on site at 535, 45 in the morning. So 48 weeks a year, I get up at 445 in the morning on a Saturday morning um, to make sure that my community can eat fresh because that's how important it is to me. We have elderly people that come to our site that if it wasn't for our program, they would mm. not have the ability to eat fresh fruits and vegetables because they're on Social Security. And we all know, you know, how limited that is. So right. they can take they can take what they get from their basket and then go to Albertsons or, or Kroger or wherever and get chicken on sale and buy, you know, and use a little bit at the time. And they're able to eat fresh and they don't have to eat crap um, that other yeah. people eat. And that's that's what it boils down to. I mean, you get frozen food and frozen this and frozen that. And there's some good ones out there. There's some good ones out there now because there's so many food conscious people, but most of them aren't. Um, right. Fast food is deadly. Oh, yeah. And, and just to touch back on what you said earlier, sugar is one of the biggest preservatives. There's over 56 different names for sugar that can be listed on the label. Absolutely. Now, you you also mentioned, um, you know, the whole, you know, romaine lettuce scare, excuse me, <clears throat> the romaine lettuce scare. Um, you know, when they had the the issue with the lettuce having, was it salmonella or some other um, bacteria? Yeah, it recently happened about a month ago again. Um, and wow. Uh, I'm just lucky that in Texas, so every state has their own vendor with Bountiful Baskets. Uh-huh. Our vendor in Texas, um, which I can't say their name, but they get our lettuce out of Hondo, Texas. and So it's local. It is. Um, about so this probably, is not this is not shipped from some unknown unknown location overseas. No, no, this, now, this is local produce basically. So you get, you also support local farmers. Absolutely. Now we may get pineapples, which we know don't grow in Texas, right? We may right. get pineapples out of California. We may, right. we may okay. get some avocados out of California or sometimes Mexico. And um, there's some mm-hmm. stuff that'll come in. But if you look. You know, when I look at our truck sheet when it comes off, because I run the site, so I get a truck sheet, and it tells me where every single thing comes from, product of USA, product of Mexico, wherever, and how many of them are local. I mean, we get so much local produce. There was a time in the summer when we were getting local Texas peaches, and when our driver handed them to me, he said, I just went to East Texas and picked these up yesterday. Wow. Wow. And that's fresh. So if you're in a grocery store and you're getting even Texas peaches, how long have they been there? Yeah, well, even further than that, I'm, I'm going to tell you why what you just said is more, very important to me personally, because um, not many people realize the bill that was passed on Capitol Hill a couple of years ago, where uh, corporations and industry no longer have to let you know or disclose where they're shipping goods from. So you can you can receive meat from China. You can receive vegetables from Vietnam, just any other place in, in the country out of, outside of this country. And it's no longer a requirement for them to disclose where that product is being shipped from. So if there is an outbreak of bacteria or just any kind of scare coming from a particular country or region, you could be eating produce that has been shipped from that particular region. And the grocery stores don't have to disclose where they're getting that shipment from. Absolutely. That's scary to me. It is. It's very scary. You know, and we get we get some odd items. So something else I'll talk about is there's things that I would have never tried if it wasn't for Bountiful Baskets. So, you know. Brussels sprouts, a lot of people don't like them because when we were little, our grandma put them in a pot with some butter and boiled them whole and they were disgusting and they made the house smell. <laughs> I mean, it's, yes. all of us have that story. We all do. <laughs> but then you get older yeah. and you try them. So you get some in your basket and you're like, I hate Brussels sprouts. And I'm like, you know, wait, let me talk mm, to you about them first. Cut right. them in half, 
toss them in a mixture of olive oil, ap- apple cider vinegar, salt and pepper, and then bake them in the oven with some apples and some onions mixed with them and try it. And then if you hate them, I'll never force you to keep them again. There you go. Just try it. You know, there's so many things that we have tried. For instance, um, there's a fruit that comes out of the country of Chile. That's the only place it has grown in the entire world, and it's called a lemon plum. And when you get them, it is a yellow plum, and as they ripen, they turn red. Um, mm. When they turn red, they're very sweet, but they have a different flavor to them, and it's the most delicious fruit I've ever tasted in my life. If it wasn't for Bountiful Baskets, I would have never tried them. Mm. And once a year in February, we get them. Um, there's things that I have tried. Um, Japanese eggplant, which looks completely different than regular e- eggplant. It's less seedy. It's not as bitter, and it's delicious. Uh, daikon radish, which a lot of people shred and use in coleslaws and things like that. Um, I boil and then saute in teriyaki sauce, and it's almost like a vegetable steak that goes great with salad. So right. So I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm new to daikon. So <laughs> you, you're hitting the nail on the head with that one, because prior to that, daikon sound like a, a Jamaican rapper, but it's delicious. <laughs> so <laughs> It's daikon, daikon, daikon. But nah, it's really delicious. <laughs> it's really delicious. You know, when you when you break that comfort zone and try new things, you know, it, it, it is a good experience. Now. Uh, Jessica, I do, I do want to ask you a question, though. You know, to me personally, I feel like the word organic is very overused. So, you know, and I see a lot of grocery stores positioning themselves to, to provide organic everything. Like you have things that are organic next to things that are, quote unquote, non-organic. But when you when you compare them side by side, there's really no no difference in the, the shape, look or appearance. But the price tag. So first of all, what is your opinion on organic? And then how do you feel that Bountiful Baskets shatters that or goes above and beyond the organic, the the truth of what organic should be? Okay. So this is one of those things. And and I've heard you in the past, Angel, what is it that you say? It's my opinion. Love it. Hate it. (laughs) Reject it. Right. I mean, so this is one of those things. Wash your fruits and vegetables. Everything, you you know, everything. So it's organic, right? And then you put it in the grocery store and they're sitting there spraying stuff on it to keep it looking fresh. And Mm. that stuff has got chemicals in it. It's usually not just water. So tell me again about organic, you know. Um, So there are states that offer with Bountiful Baskets a separate basket that's an organic basket. We get Mm -hmm. organic items in our baskets, but not all. Um, Everything that comes into my house before we eat it, I soak it in one part vinegar to 10 parts water. Or I'll mm-hmm. wash it that way because vinegar kills bacteria and germs, et cetera. Um, I don't jump on the organic wagon. It, there's many articles out there that will tell you that, oh, you need to eat organic, this and that. And then there's some that will tell you it's really not any different. Yeah, but what, what really is organic? Because to me, I feel like it's a very overused term to you know pr- produce an impulse buy. Or for someone who's trying to be more health conscious – it makes it easier for them to make a purchase, but what really is organic? It's supposed uh, to be because, grown with, with no chemicals. Um, right. Which defeats the purpose because it's still sprayed with preservatives once it hits the, the shelves. That's it. That's it. And that's that rim okay. shot. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's my whole issue with it. So is I feel like, like it says we're supposed to get so many servings of fruits and vegetables a day for our health. And that's what we need to focus on. We need to not focus on paying $8 for a head of lettuce because somebody said it was never sprayed. Eat your fruits and vegetables. If you're right. if you're getting eight, eight servings of vegetables, six servings of fruit, whatever it is a day, 
how much less likely, less likely, excuse me, are you to eat something that you shouldn't put in your body? Right. Hmm. That's a good point there. Now, you, you also mentioned that you guys are in over 19 different states. Yes. Yes. So 19 different states. Um, and I'll read a list real quick. We're in Arkansas, Missouri, Arizona, Iowa, Kansas, Oklahoma, Nebraska, Texas, Nevada, Utah, Idaho, Montana, North Dakota, Washington, Minnesota, New Mexico, Oregon, Wyoming, and Colorado. Wow. Now, just because you're in the States, that, that means that you may be in multiple cities in each of those states, correct? Correct. Like in the DFW area, we have we have multiple locations. There's some in South Texas. Um, Arizona has multiple locations. And this is something that we talk about a lot. Um, you have a lot of places across this country that are considered a, a food desert. Mm. There's not grocery stores in those areas, or maybe there's one grocery store and their selection is awful. But maybe you don't have a bountiful basket site right up the street either, but maybe you have one 30 miles away. Right. You see churches, you see communities, you see you see these different things. Why not everybody put their money together, order their baskets, and one person make a 30-mile trip and pick up everybody's baskets and take them back? And then, look, you're eating fresh. It just takes thinking outside the box. Very well said, Jessica. I agree with well, you. Well, yeah, I, I I triple agree with you. And and for anyone who's listening who is part of a church or a congregation, especially if you have a van, uh, we talk about doing, you know, the Lord's work all the time. Here's an opportunity to step outside the walls of that church and do something for the community. Um, Jessica, do you guys have a website or how do they get in touch with you if someone wanted to take you up on that offer? We do. And, and I'm going to give that to you. First, I'm going to say, if you look... You know, the max ordering is is three baskets per order. However, I've seen people where one person from, we'll, we'll use a, a community center as an example. One person orders three, somebody else, and we don't say order, we actually say contributes because you're not buying. We're contributing as a whole, as one unit. So five different people contribute for three baskets, that's 15, and one person goes to get them. So how it works is on Monday uh, at noon, Contributions are open from Monday at noon till Tuesday night at 11 p.m. You go on to www.bountifulbaskets.org. Make sure you don't go .com. Those are gift baskets. It's bountifulbaskets.org, and you click on Participate Now. You create a free login. Log in. You can see what cities. You can see locations, where we're at, what's closest to you, what the offerings for that week are, because there's also add-ons. Like I mentioned, the green beans. Um so we may have a basket that week. We might have a couple of variety packs and a couple of cases. I get cases of different kinds of apples and I make apple butter. Lost art, I like to can. Um, so there's different things that are that are there. Um, also, once you order, it'll give you a confirmation number. You need to make sure you have either that confirmation on your phone or printed when you go to pick up your basket. That's a big deal. There is a Bountiful Baskets app. You do not you do not contribute for your basket on the app, but on the app we have communities for each site, so you can contact your site leader. We share recipes. There's different um, groups on the app for let's say people that are gluten free or have certain food allergies and they're trying to find different recipes and things that have recipes. So the app is available on Android or iPhone. It's Bountiful Baskets. Mm. Um. A lot of sites also have local um, food pages. For instance, I'm in the DFW, Texas area. Um, anybody 
close to the Tarrant County area that would be interested in baskets, my my uh, page on Facebook is NRH Space Foodies. So NRH fa- uh, Foodies on Facebook is our North Richland Hills location. We share recipes, uh, reminders about getting your basket, et cetera, et cetera. And awesome. I will make sure that I put all of this information that Miss Heron is putting on uh, the podcast. I will make sure that I put it in the show notes where they can actually locate this information. Absolutely. And and personally, I, I, I do want to commend you guys for what you're doing, because you know what? When it comes to, you know, eating more health consciously, it does come down to budget. A lot of people want to eat better, but they end up making the wrong choices when it comes down to the budget. And, you know, if you can feed, if you can get a week's worth of supply of uh, fresh veggies and fruit for $20, that is very hard to beat. Like that is a huge value. You know, it's, it's all about starting small too. Some people get overwhelmed. So, true. you know, if you try to change your diet two days a week, Hey, two nights a week, I'm going to cook something healthy and I'm going to try something new. And then you increase that to three days and then four days. And then you get to where one day a week is when you can mm-hmm. eat your trash meal. Um, right. And that, well, that's what it you is. You know what? It, it, and it's, it's also just trying, you know, implementing different recipes to where, because when people think about changing diets, they think about suffering. They, they're, 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 it, it, it just automatically brings forth this, this vision of flavorless food that's just dull and boring. But there's things that you can do with just natural fruits and veggies that it doesn't feel like you're being punished or eating prison food. You know, you can do different things that are exciting. Right. Exactly. It's all about the ingredients. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's not just about, uh, you know, going on this diet and cutting out all the things you love. It's, a, it's just about making minor adjustments and finding new creative ways because there's flavor in fresh food. You know, don't don't let the don't don't let the broadcast fool you. It's, it's good stuff out there. Everything is. And, you know. So in my house, I like to go meatless every now and then. Um, it's something that we do quite a bit for a meal, but you got to make it tasty, right? And you want it to be fulfilling. So you got to you got to make sure you do that. So I love food. I like to share my food on social media. So on Instagram and Facebook, I'm um, at Boogie Eats. Again, that's at Boogie Eats, and you'll see a picture I did a couple of weeks ago where I made a plate with hummus and brown rice and like six different roasted vegetables and some avocado and a little bit of pita bread. And we didn't even need meat. Um, another, wow, that thing sounds with, good. another thing with fresh vegetables, one of the best things in the world is lemons. Lemons are your friend. Lemons are your friends. They help alkaline your body. Very well, good resource. And and flavor. Flavor so profiles. Zucchini and squash don't have a lot of flavor. It's all about what you add to them. But you don't want to sit there and fill them full of sugar and salt. So right. some fresh pepper and some fresh lemon juice while you saute them. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. Absolutely. Got amazing. you hungry now, Angel. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm getting there. So, <laughs> so you mean to tell me I don't have to buy that preservative shake and bake, that that mixture, that that uh, lemon pepper seasoning on the shelf, that's all that preservatives and chemicals are in there. I can just use a fresh lemon to get that, that real flavor. Fresh lemon with just a pinch of salt and some fresh pepper. Say what? Yeah. So is it is it boogie eats because when you eat it, it makes you want to dance? That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's what it, it is. All right. <laughs> that's well, it. it's all I, I can see that. <laughs> right. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> take that. Take that. Take that. Take that. But it's all good, and it's very good work that you're doing, Jessica, uh, for your community. So, are you a chef? No, self proclaimed. Amen. Look, I Amen. Was, I was hey, some of the best. Some of the best to ever do it. I, was <laughs> I just want to put south. that out there. I was raised in the South, and as a kid, I was blessed to not have to go to daycare. 
So, well, my parents worked, my grandparents were required, uh, retired. So I went to both sets of grandparents' house. And one of my grandmothers, my dad's mom, um, Annie Mae Herring, God rest her soul. She was an amazing woman, all four foot ten over. Um, she canned everything, she grew everything, and she cooked everything. Well, first of all, if her name is Annie Mae, I know she can cook. Right? That's our grandmother's name. That's, that's hilarious, man. You know what I mean? I know she can, I know get, she down. can get down. Right? I, had, I had two grandmothers, Annie Mae and Annie Pearl. So yeah. they could cook. And my other grandmother, you know, she was albino, so she was blonde, and she was a kitchen manager. Um, so a blonde woman who could cook to where people would line up for her food. Mm. Um, I was raised that way. So I learned how to can at a young age, and it's something I've brought back into my adulthood. And I can a lot of our jams and and jellies and pickles and, you know, green beans and things like that. So I grew yeah. up where – the only time you went to go eat was for a celebration, and usually that was still cooked at home, occasionally yeah. on Sunday after church. But fast food, yeah. I wasn't a chicken nugget kid. Nah, we, we, we wouldn't either. You know, yeah. it, it, it's amazing, though, because, you know, we always say we're city boys with country swag because we had a chance to grow up in both environments. And, you know, some of the things you're mentioning now are things we're familiar with in our childhood. You know, like we we didn't buy certain name brand product. Like when it came to jams and preservatives, we didn't buy that stuff from the store. Like we always had it fresh out of a, you know, a jar, a Mason jar. Yep. That big mama made preserves. Oh man. Canned Peach pork. preserves. Yeah. Man. I mean, it's just, that's, that's what it is. And I think that's the, uh, the lost art that Miss Jessica is speaking on. So when you got mm-hmm. off into canning and trying to reach back, was that uh nostalgia for you? It is. And it's, you know, this day and time, life can be stressful. So people yeah. find different ways to to get out of their way. I can go in the kitchen and cut some stuff up and chop some stuff and saute some stuff or make some apple butter or I make a bourbon peach butter. You know, there's those things that I can get in there and it makes me forget about everything on the outside. Wait a minute, Angel. Did you hear what she just said? Bourbon peach butter. Bourbon. <laughs> really? That's it. Mm. That sounds like, like Grandma Cody. I was cooking mm. with that fire water. That fire water. Look at you now. Showing that over there. Go ahead, Miss Jessica. I feel you on that. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Miss Jessica for Boogie Eats on the podcast. And, of course, we're joined by Angel. So let's continue. So we, we, we mentioned the Bountiful Baskets. We're mentioning your flavor profile. Then when you started Bountiful Baskets, was it intimidating to a point that you're getting different fruits and vegetables that you're not really sure of. And, and how did you counterpart that situation? So, so let me tell you about my first bountiful baskets experience. So I had been reading online um, things were slow at work and I'd been reading about different ways to save money and find fresh food and recipes. And cause that's what I do. If I'm on the internet, I'm searching for food. Um, and I read an article for a woman who her husband was in the military. He was stationed overseas and they had five kids. Her food budget was very, very small. She was in Arizona or New Mexico, and she had found Battleful Baskets. At the time, baskets were a little bit cheaper just because the economy was different. It was before gas went up to 3 and $4 a gallon, et cetera. Um, so then I started watching Battleful Baskets and following it on Facebook, and I was seeing these baskets, and I was like, this is too good to be true. Well, then at the time, I realized there was a pickup site literally a half a mile up the street from me. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'm going to order a basket, give it a shot, see what happens. I got the, 
You got to get up at 6.30 in the morning to go get some vegetables. <laughs> right. Yeah, I do. So I got up at 6.30 that morning. It was thundering. It was raining. We were under a thunderstorm warning with a tornado watch. And I was like, Lord, this is outside and I'm going to go get this. I got to do this. So I went up the street, got out, umbrella. They handed me a box and showed me a basket. Okay. So I went and got this stuff. It's raining, so I'm not looking at it, right? I get home, wet, soaked, wet box put it all out on the table and realize what I just got for less than 20 bucks. And I almost cried. Okay. So it was a revelation at that point. Or? It was, it was like, it was meant to be. Um, it, it's like the rain coming and everything. It was like a cleansing almost and, uh, going and getting it. And then there was a couple of things in my basket that I didn't really know what they were. I don't remember now what it was. I think maybe a rutabaga, a rutabaga. I haven't heard that in a <laughs> long time. And I think I had some <laughs> parsnips. And I, I <laughs> so it was like, what the heck? I was saying like uh, the granny on uh, uh, what was that show we used to watch? Beverly Hillbillies. What is it called? What is it? You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but when she said rutabaga, I was like, man, I haven't heard that in a long time. Okay, my apologies, Miss Jessica. Continue, please. No, it's okay. So I just figured out how to cook them, and then the next week. I think it was the next week or the following week I got, I tried it again and I got some radishes and some green beans. Well, I don't like raw radishes. Who does? I mean, I do now, but back then I didn't. So I was like, well, what'll happen if I slice them up and saute them with my green beans? Lord have mercy. It makes green beans great. They're great sauteed. So, you know, you just, you get to where you, you find these different items and Google, uh, Pinterest, Facebook, whatever, you find what somebody else has done with it. FYI, 90% of on, online recipes need some tweaking. Um, most of them aren't just perfect. So um, so build your own uh, flavor profile. Yeah, and it's like I saw, I saw a quote somewhere, and I don't have it in front of me. I should have wrote it down, but a recipe doesn't have soul. You have to bring that to it. You got to put love into it to give that recipe soul. Amen. Amen. And that's it, you know. Because everybody can't cook. I'm sorry. Well, you know, and on that. Can you stop putting raisin in the potato salad? Just stop it. <laughs> For real, man. Like, that's the stop aha it. moment. Like, please quit. So everybody in my family can cook. But I have one cousin that swears she can't. Um, anybody can cook. It's all about self-confidence. It's not about being able to cook. You just got to try. Everybody's good at something. She makes the best bologna and egg sandwich in the world. You know, <laughs> hey, if that's her thing. Hey, but she, know, your, know your limits. It's not that she can't cook. It's that she doesn't, she doesn't try. You got to have the confidence to get there. Anybody can cook. Anybody can make a good meal. Um, 20 years ago, I tried to make a meatloaf. It was hard as a rock. <laughs> really? I tried twice. It was awful. Now, I make meatloaf that people who don't like meatloaf like my meatloaf. Now, did you smack it? I do. You know, so meatloaf, like, before you cook it, you got you got to smack it and make sure it makes a certain sound. And then you know you've got your, your meatloaf just right. But, you know, it's one of those Wait things. Wait a minute. How did this turn into a BBD video? No. Smack it up. <laughs> Flip it in. Rub it up. Oh, oh no. Nobody wants dry meatloaf. <laughs> Smack right. it, but I, I heard you know I'm I'm not a stranger to to that you know smack it it sound like a little bit of a wet booty situation <laughs> and that's when you know that you have the 
what I, I believe you have it the way you want it at that time. You do. And I okay. don't know about you, Mr. Walter, but I don't know what a wet booty sounds like. <laughs> I'm saying, right. how do you have that in your mental diet? <laughs> Wait a minute. But hey, next time y'all make a meatloaf, next time you make a meatloaf. Really, y'all gonna y'all gonna, put, y'all gonna put me out like that? Like I just got put no, out, bro. Like you put that. yourself out there. <laughs> <laughs> really, <laughs> you just gonna know what that sound like? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, you know what? I'm too smooth to be embarrassed. Right. She said, "I don't know about you, but I don't know what a wet booty." <laughs> I guess it sounds like meatloaf. I, I, I thought, yes, but so. obviously I'm wrong. I just got blasted on my own podcast. No, no worries. I, I'm big enough. I can take it. Okay, let let's continue. So the first one was hard as a rock. What you do with it? Go out and throw it to the kids and say, "Hey, here's the football." <laughs> Dang. Pretty much, you know, it was that way for probably two of them. And then I realized, you know, using too much meat and trying to do it too big, and then, you know, you make adjustments, and I didn't give up. That was the biggest thing. I've thrown food away by accident um, just because I messed it up. We're not always going to be perfect. You know, it's okay. You learn. Vegetables are not that hard. You can roast just about anything in the oven. Well, I love vegetables. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, when I hear I hear stories of, especially women, but I, I hear stories saying, people saying, I don't like vegetables. I'm like, that's probably because y'all keep eating it out of a can. Uh, fresh vegetables yeah. has a Hell. different appeal to it. Uh, but like I said, when you have someone in your life who can church it up, you know what I mean? Make it a lot better than what it is. then I think, you know, it, it allows you to go to another level because I believe in your health is truly your wealth. Uh, your wealth yes. is your health as well. So with that said, um, Jessica, you know, the bountiful basket things I've, I've, I've stalked your Facebook page. Uh, I know that the the Boogie Eats, you have pictures. And that's why I asked uh, if you were a trained chef, because I, I see the things that you that you put on your uh, your, your uh, Instagram page. And I'm like, you know, I can go to restaurants and really can't get that. No, I just like to eat. No doubt. I mean, and that's it. You have a love for it. But and that's why I say, did you have a restaurant or anything? Or is that something in your future? Or you just like to that's something that you do right now to show the world, Hey, this is what you can do with, cause I, I believe you take those things from Boogie Eats and you, excuse me, from Bountiful Baskets and you create your dishes for Boogie Eats. Is that correct? I do. And you know, I've thought about a food truck or a restaurant or even doing a pop-up every now and then, you know, and I tell my household all the time, the hardest part for me is if I don't love you, I can't feed you. So, wow. um, I cook the way I do because I love my family and, and that's it. You know, there's different things that you can do with food. Food can be healing. Somebody in my house has a runny nose or coughs once, you know, and I put on a pot of cabbage with a whole head of garlic and a whole onion and those spices and a little bit of turmeric and those things that'll heal your body. And we eat cabbage for two days. Mm. Um, cabbage yeah. is healing. No doubt. So... You know, it's comfort. You know, some people find comfort in the bottom of a bottle of Jack Daniels. I don't. I, I find it in, in fruits and vegetables and, and things that are going to be good for my body. I'm hard on myself. I eat fast food. I'm in Texas. We all love Whataburger. But, well, yeah, until they sold out. Uh, I agree. They still own like 40%. but They still sold out. I haven't eaten it since they sold. Um, I'm lucky enough I'm that, that close to me, I have a, a Mediterranean restaurant, and the owner and chef is a guy from Syria 
that makes the best spicy hummus in the world. Um, I love Mediterranean food, so I'm lucky that if I absolutely want to eat out, I have that right close to me so that I don't have to cook and he cooks with fresh vegetables, etc. Uh, but we we all love a little fast food here and there. Right, but it's it's a healthy uh, blend of of balance, so to speak, of what we need to be in our lives. And and I think that Bountiful Baskets, getting uh, the different fruits and vegetables, and learning how to uh, prepare a meal for your family because it's all about it's all about family, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's it's all about you know what's in your heart and, and feeding people with love. So it's the same with Bountiful Baskets in my community. I don't always want to get up at 445 on a Saturday morning, 48 weeks a year, but I do it because I have love for my community. And I know that there's people that wouldn't eat fresh if I didn't do it. Ladies and gentlemen, she said 48 weeks a year that she's been at this site as a site leader volunteering for her community. And some of you complain because you got uh, to do what you have to do. And I commend you, Miss Jessica, for doing that. And we definitely applaud you for that as well. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. No doubt. No doubt. That's just that's just what it is. I mean, you. hey, it takes it takes a love and a certain type of love in your heart to get up and, and, and volunteer for your community and to do things. But I, I know you have a special place in your heart for the elders as well as I do. Uh, Angel has, you know, his charitable work that he does and so forth. But you have blessed us to come on to the show and, and share Bountiful Baskets and Boogie Eats interage foodies with us so is there anything else that you want our listeners to know about what you're doing in the upcoming year um before i even go there there's something i want to say and i and i speak directly to anybody who's listening look if you're not in a place where you can get to a bountiful basket site or even get together and drive to one if there's not one in your area let's say you're on the far west coast like california or you're on the far east coast and you're in new york go to google Put your zip code in and search for local food co-op. Look for farmer's markets closest to your zip code. Um, If you have enough people that want to get involved, look for wholesale produce in your area and find a way to get fresh food. You don't have to have a middleman. That's what what Bountiful Baskets does for me is it cuts the middleman. There's a way that you can find co-ops, delivery services, etc. that are going to be within budget. Don't go pay $50 for fresh produce. Or, or things like that, even if you're in an area where there's a Sprouts on Wednesdays, you can search, you can shop double ad Wednesday, where you're shopping the the weeks before and the week after ad. And if you walk in there and you say, I have a $20 budget, stay away from the outside of the store and go straight to the produce. Look what's in their sale bins in the middle. Choose $20 worth of produce and try to go half fruit and half vegetable. Don't go over that $20 and don't get anything else in the store and see what you walk out with. It's so mm-hmm. important that we feed our body fresh. And that's the yes. only way to do it is to be determined to do it. So I try to share, you know, as much as I can. I'm going to, in the new year, my goal is to post more recipes with fresh fruits and fresh vegetables. I don't eat a lot of fruit, um, probably just a little bit just because of the sugar content of it. And that's something I'm trying to watch, especially in the new year. Two years ago, I went six months with no fast food. I'm probably about to try that again. Uh, but I do plan on sharing more and more pictures and directions and being there. If anybody has a question about how do I cook this, I never have a problem sharing it. Um, 
it's all about health and wellness. I make homemade elderberry syrup at home um, to try to keep my family safe during this flu season. So I encourage everybody to Google how to make elderberry syrup and make elderberry syrup. There's things that we've gotten away from that our grandparents did, and there's a reason why they live to be 85 and 90. Right. Well said. So those things are important. Um, Stay away from fad diets. Look, my opinion, everybody's not going to like it. Keto is not the best thing in the world. I have three personal doctors who are who are my doctors who tell me that it's not good for you, that if you insist on absolutely following a diet to buy a book um, about the Mediterranean diet, which is full of nuts, fresh fruits and vegetables, and a little bit of fish, red meat every now and then, um, and that's a lifestyle. It's not a diet. Uh-oh. Yep. Shots fired. So... Those are the things that you have to look at. Um, If you absolutely have to follow a diet, then calorie count. The doctors will tell you 1,800 calories a day. There you go. That's it. It's as simple as that. And I would say chew your food and eat slowly. And, you know, don't shovel a bunch of food in your mouth. Uh, Give your body a chance to uh, digest uh, what you have intaked as well, ingested. And your life will be a lot better. And make sure that you walk and drink plenty of water and plenty of alkaline water as well. And that's where lemons uh, play a big part into it as well. So Big rule in my house is we have no food zones. So every night we sit down at the dinner table and we eat dinner at the dinner table. On the weekends, we eat breakfast at the table. We eat lunch at the table. We eat dinner at the table. We do not eat in the living room. It just does not happen. It hasn't in a long time, um, almost a year now. And it's important as a family for us to sit there and eat at the table together, have conversation, no cell phone, no TV. Can't see the TV in my living room. I mean, in my dining room. Um, It's important because you sit there and you actually take the time to eat your meal. You're not watching TV and doing other things. And it keeps you kind of on a mealtime schedule. We can have a snack in the living room, possibly, you know, a little bit of walnuts or something like that. But all meals are eaten in my dining room. Yeah, and that keeps the family together, and I respect that. So, you know, she's dropping gems, and I hope people are picking them up because this is way this is this is how our family uh, gets down. Uh, we every family should be this way. Every family should do these things and and be one uh, with each other. And basic reset. Uh, keep the phones away from the, the dining table. I mean, you know, uh, you know, unless you're taking a picture. <laughs> I may take a picture, and then the the phone goes to the bar. Now, how did I know about the picture? That's crazy. All right, man. So, Angel, what do you have, man? Because I know that you're chomping at the bits over there, brother. What you got for us? Oh, no, man. I'm just, you know, soaking up this episode because it's good for, you know, the mindset to be changed about eating, you know, healthy and having more choices out there. And I think what Bountiful Baskets is doing is a wonderful thing for the community. And, and I do wish to see more things like this grow and expand. You know, it's it's not a competition-based uh, space, you know, um, when we grew up, we, we had community gardens and I, I would like to see that, you know, develop a little bit more, especially in areas where, where produce is very limited. Um, so I, I would love to, you know, for 2020 to put a charge out there for, for all my, you know, people who are listening, who care about their communities. Let's see what we can do to, uh, help bountiful baskets grow 
beyond where they are now. And in addition to that, let's see what we can do about getting some community gardens in areas where they're needed the most, especially in certain hoods where we call food deserts and and some some uh, areas that are even in, within city limits, but still have very limited access to fresh produce. You know, there's some grocery stores that you, you save a lot because you're buying junk. And when at the end of the day, what are, what are you really saving? So um, I, I want to put that challenge out there for 2020. Let's let's do better. Uh, we got to take care of our minds, our bodies, and our spirits, and it all starts right here. So I'm gonna throw that back to you, bro. Yes, yes, Angel, beautiful man, beautiful, beautiful, Miss Jessica. You have something else you want to share with us? I do. So in in giving back, you know, we all have our brothers and sisters out here. You know, everybody, our you know, our people are our family. So if you have somebody in your community. Somebody you know, somebody from your church, somebody, your neighbor, your cousin, your aunt, your uncle, your mom, your dad, and they're having a hard time or you just want to do something for them. You know, we all get selfish and we're like, well, I don't have anything to do. There's nothing. It's going to cost me an arm and a leg. Less than 20 bucks you can feed them for a week. I've done it. I've known somebody who's going through something and I get an extra basket and I take it to them. And you would be surprised at how grateful somebody is on a Saturday to receive a basket of food. I mean, what more can you do? You can give somebody money, but what if you feed them fresh for a week? What kind of gift is that? Amen. Because if you feed them, they can think straight, you know, the brain getting the, the, the nutrients as well. Hey, man, I appreciate that, Jessica. Thank you. And, and, and like, that's the charge. Everyone, you know, feed someone, you know what I mean? Like, it's good to give somebody a, a card and say thank you or say we're thinking about you. But when you feed someone and provide them a way to feed their family, you really are helping them. And I appreciate you sharing that with us. Well, and it's, look, it's it's taking it back to the basics. When we were growing up, what did we see go on at our grandparents' house? If somebody was sick, our grandma made a dish and took it to them. Yes. Or they went and picked yeah. a basket of stuff out of the garden and they delivered it. You know, there's all these different ways. There's all these different ways from back then that we've gotten away from. And look at what's happened to society. We need to start thinking about others and giving back. And one of the best ways to do it is food, because my grandparents had two acres of garden. When my grandma needed to give something, she took a basket of food and a gallon bag of cookies. And that's just the way it worked. So, you know, you order a basket. Like I said, that's less than $20. If you're getting a basket for yourself, too. You know, you're already picking up, you split it up, you take them some stuff, fruit baskets, some vegetables. If they're sick and down, you can go ahead and cut some stuff up for them, make some stuff with that food, plus take them some fruit. You know, whatever it may be, it's an easy way to give back and it's an easy way to help somebody. Oh, beautiful. That's that's beautiful. Go right ahead, Angel. No, I was just saying that's it, man. That's it. We gotta we gotta put the neighbor back in the neighborhood and and the community back on the block because we gotta start caring about each other. That's it. You know, even even at Bountiful Basket. So if somebody does not pick up their basket, now every side is different. I personally will do everything I can to get a hold of them, and if something came up, I'll bring it home and let them pick it up from me later that day, usually, um, or I'll meet them somewhere or whatever. But if They're just like, hey, something came up. I had to go out of town. I'm not going to be back for a few days. What we do with those baskets that aren't picked up is we donate them to the local fire station because we all know the firemen have to buy their their own groceries, right? So we even give back to the community that way. So instead of somebody's basket just coming home with me or just getting thrown away, it goes to the local fire department. 
Um, we have different first responders that pick up. We have our elderly people. We have moms who are just really care about what they feed their kids. We have moms who use their basket to make all homemade baby food. So it's right. every it's everybody ranging in age. Look, we have all ages, all races, all backgrounds. Um, we have a dad who does all the cooking and grocery shopping and homeschools his child. We have, I mean, it's everybody that comes to our side, and it's so inclusive. Most pickups are at an elementary school. You'll never see a pickup or, or at a local business, but you'll never see a pickup at a church because we want it to be all-inclusive. So we have a lot of churches that come pick up and things, but our pickup sites are in neutral locations where nobody feels like they can't pick up there, and that's important. Thank you. Uh, thank you for sharing that with us. I mean, this is this has been a great podcast show. Uh, what a what a way to start off 2020 uh, the right way is being a better representation of yourself and eating healthy because you can do all the fads and trends and everything else. But until you start taking that right, the right produce into your system, the right food into your into your life, then, you know, it's all for not. So with that said, Angel, do you have any uh, last words to say? No, nah, man. Uh, my last words is when, when am I going to get to sample some of these dishes? Well, you know, you're invited anytime. All right. I'm going to take you up on that. Whoa. Got the open invite. Well, she, got, she says she has to love you in order to feed you. So I guess you, she got a little love for you. So I, I'm, I'm feeling that. Much love. Much love. That's a good deal. So uh, Miss Jessica, they can get, get at you at. Uh, One more time. I'm going to go. If you want to find a Bountiful Basket site close to you, go to BountifulBaskets.org. Click on locations. You can create a free account. Bountiful Baskets is not something you have to do every week. It's only the weeks that you want to. So you're not charged a membership fee or anything. You literally only pay on the weeks that you want to get a basket, and that's it. No pressure, no no anything. There's an app, Bountiful Baskets, in the iStore and on Android. Um, again, that's Bountiful Baskets. You can get at me on Instagram and Facebook at Boogie Eats, B-O-O-G-I-E-E-A-T-S. And then if you are local to DFW and you are looking to get a basket and you want to join my Facebook page for my local Bountiful Basket site, it's NRH Space Foodies. And I am Jessica. Well said. Thank you very much, Miss Jessica, for blessing us with your presence on this show. Uh, this has been one of those good episodes. Like I said, she's, she has dropped gems. I hope that my listeners are picking them up and utilizing this because we want you to be a better person as well. And of course, this has been Miss Talks. May I speak sincerely with Angel and Walter LeRae. I am the poet Walter LeRae, and he is my co-host, Angel. It's been a good one. Thank you again, Miss Jessica, for being on the show with us. Thank you. It's our pleasure. Angel, I love you, man. I'm going to spread these two fingers apart, and I'm going to shake a deuce at you, brother. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with your hosts, Angel and Walter LeRae. If you would like to be a part of our show, or if you have any suggestions and topics that you would like us to speak on, please feel free to reach us at Podcast at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Instagram. Just search Miss Talks Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Let the journey begin.